And I'm unable to be in the studio today because I am too busy being great around town. So I want to talk real quick about two films I saw recently. Uh, one's Mr. Brooks. It's Kevin Costner's latest opus, It's uh, which he plays a box manufacturer by day and a murderous creature by night. He just drives around town killing everybody. Uh, William Hurt plays his devilish, or it's like his demonic conscience. He's always sitting there in the back seat or walking along beside him saying, you know, I, you know, kill this kill this person here, go out there and like, buy the new Winger album. Uh, so the only reason the film's worth seeing is because of the interaction between Costner and her. I thought it was, uh, it was handled really, really good. And if the film had concentrated entirely on that uh, relationship, then it would have been a, a, it would have been a really good film. But they, the filmmakers, for some unknown reason, felt the need to interject this Demi Moore character who is completely useless. Uh, the entire storyline with her, in fact, feels like a, a totally different film. She does nothing of note, nothing worthwhile. And in that fact, everything she comes across, because she plays a detective, everything she, she comes across is basically handed to her. She doesn't do any sleuthing, so to speak. So I, I, I just thought it was, it was good when Costner and Hurt were there. It was lousy when everybody else was there. But it's worth seeing because of the Hurt-Costner thing. Now, another film that's not worth seeing at all, and in fact, if anybody tells you otherwise, you should directly or immediately punch them right in the face, is Vacancy. It stars Luke Wilson and Kate Beckinsale. Complete piece of crap. It's der- uh, derivative and bland. It, and my, my biggest problem with the film is that it offers nothing to the horror suspense genre. Uh, everything in the film is derived from some other movie, be it Motel Hell or Sliver or Saw, for goodness sake. So uh, I paid 98 cents for that film, and it was a... 98 cent ripoff. I completely hated it. Uh, so that's about it, really. Uh, there's going to be more because I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm out driving around town watching movies. So I'm going to be calling in probably later on and telling you what I think about some other film. Like I'm, maybe I'll go see Night of the Lepus or something. Um, but right now I'm going to go cash my sizable podcast check. So I will check back in later. So <laughs> we saw a movie last night. Yeah, we did. What did you think of it? Well, let's let's uh, let's reveal what the movie is first, please. Mister Brooks. Mister Brooks. Yeah, yeah. That's the movie that everybody's been talking about this summer. <laughs> I don't think Costner's been talking about it. <laughs> um, that was kind of a weird movie to release this summer as yeah. a counter program, I guess. To what? It came out kind of early, so what was the first blockbuster? Spidey, I guess. I I don't think it went up against Spidey. Well, I think, I think it was kind of a seen as a counter programming. It's kind of like Shrek, vehicle. but live action. Yeah, so it was Costner, the Costner serial killer film, co-starring um, William Hurt, yeah. Dane Cook, Demi Moore, um, or is it Demi? I like Demi. Dane Edna, I believe. <laughs> I wish. Who else? Uh, Come on, don't forget the hot bride. <laughs> Fucking Marg. Margenberger's in that CSI's own. Yeah. Nick, species Nick, own. Nick hates her. I really do. I don't understand why. I mean, she. I think she is kind of. She was in China woman. Beach back in the day. Yeah. Did you hate her in that? I didn't watch China Beach. Well, wasn't Janine Turner on there too? No, it was uh, that that woman I don't like. Some um, other some other gash. No, she was in. Uh, she does like a lot of Batman. Kim Delaney. Oh, I don't Deb- like her either. Don't Tom like Delaney. Her. Don't like her either. Not Kim Delaney. What's her sister? Dana, Dana, oh, Dan, they're sisters. I, I think. No, they're not. I always used to get Dan Delaney, Kim Delaney. and Janine Turner mixed up because they're both Elvin Petit. Janine Turner's cute back in the day, though. Yeah, but that show, uh, not for me. Dan Delaney, man, she sucks. Yeah, but she has knockers to that 
I never did their own night. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I'd use the. I'm not a fan of her, but I'd uh, use the doorbell. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So it was weird. It was. Oh wait, and who else? Who who was the other hot woman in that movie? In uh, in Mr. Brooks, other hot woman. She played the police boss. Oh, uh, is it Lindsay Krauss? Lindsay Krauss. Yeah, from House of Games. Yes. Yes. Who hasn't changed her? In the arrival. Yeah, but she hasn't changed her haircut since House of Games. She may not have changed her haircut, but her face has uh, has morphed. She has like Anthony Michael Hall's hair from uh, Sixteen Candles. That's like that's the kind of hairdo she's stuck with over the years. Guess what? She's got about eighty candles. And it was like seeing, it was like seeing kind of an older, probably a sixty year old woman with Anthony Michael Hall's hair and a blue a Bluetooth. Yeah, she had the Lobot going on in her head. Yeah, that was. A, but she was she was very good in House of Games. That was, was like a great movie, uh, and there's a Criterion version on the way. Yeah, and she's a. Uh, that's kind of her big performance besides the Arrival, her, where she gets killed by a spiders. No, that's the Believers. Do you think of the Believers? No, well, she Helen gets killed Shaver. by some critters in the Arrival. They yeah, she gets assassinated by critters. There's no critters. It's yeah, just yeah, no, aliens. no, they, it's a conspiracy. They kill her with critters. I guarantee it. Fuck really? you. Yeah, you can't remember that. I don't. Remember I think it's that. like spiders. She's like taking a bath or something. Oh, really? Maybe so. I, I don't. I mean, I try to block out any Lindsey Kraus bathing sequences from my mind. Um, I think she had long hair in the Arrival. I think it was a wig. <laughs> uh, she's like, I can't. I mean, I'll I'll be in the movie, but I'm not changing. The I don't. Hair. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you're right, but I don't care. I'm not going to find out. Yeah. Why are you so against going to the IMDb? IMDb. Well, guess what? IMDb does not keep statistics of critter deaths. I, you love the arrival. I can't believe you don't remember that. No, I do love the arrival, but I don't love Lindsey Krauss in the arrival. I like Mister Mister Charles Sheen. You like backward need alien? I do. I'm a sucker for that. So, Mister Brooks, the story is about Kevin uh, Costner as a wealthy box manufacturer, of yeah. course. Tired of that. Um, who uh, is also secretly thumbprint killer? Who, with his his alter ego, Dark Side William Hurt. Yeah, it kills people for, yeah, w- for pleasure. Yeah, William Hurt is kind of his over-the-shoulder devil, imaginary friend who eggs him on to serial kill uh, couples. Do you think when they were younger, like when he was young, Mr. Brooks, they would go egging? That was kind of like his, before, he, he got to escalate to murder. So yeah. did he first, like, he had, he's like, he's sleeping, he's on his Star Wars quilt, and, he's, and little William Hurt's in the bed next to him goes, hey. Let's let's go down. Let's grab some grade A's and go hit the uh, the Melvin place. You think that happened? And uh, Costner's like, "Wait, weren't you an altered beast? Why are you why are you why are you egging me on to do some egging? You know." But well, uh, yeah, I mean, they I have been in a film together. You know, they ha- they have trivia, a little trivia, Big Chill. That's right. Well, he wasn't in the Big Chill. Kevin, he got cut out. Costner. His dead body is the only thing in the big chill, remember? Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, that was that's still some great trivia. Yeah. And they're remaking the big chill. With, yeah, they are. With, with black gentlemen. Yeah. Yep. Kazan, Kazan getting some cash? I don't know. That. I don't know. Um, About uh, Mr. Brooks, and about, about your question, is saying that he, did he think he started off small and then went big. Don't all serial killers kind of start? Small and go big. Isn't that how the the progression goes? Yes, but egging isn't one of, part of the psychosis. That's why 
when you said egg him on. It, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Expert. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about... The first step is uh, is uh, that you're abused by a parent or a relative. Second is that you have you cruelty to animals. And then you experiment with people. Everybody knows that. And then third... You wet the bed. Third, Lindsey Krause is killed by critters in a bathtub. Tell you what, nothing would cause homicidal impulses quite as much as seeing a current day Lindsey Krause with a fucking Bluetooth headset. Yeah. Because it's like, first <laughs> of all, she's not hot. Second of all... <laughs> She's arrogant to have that in her ear. She never once takes a call. I'll tell you what. I don't know what fate awaits me, but I hope I don't get serial killed because what if they, what if you found out I got serial killed and then went back and played this conversation of us talking about serial killers? I wouldn't really derive much sadness out of it. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be sad either. <laughs> so what did you think? Serial killed. What did you think? What did you think of Mr. Brooks? Um, I I kind of liked it. Um, I was surprised because I wasn't expecting much from it. It was okay. It was it was a fun movie to watch with you, Nick. Um, it was it was an interesting film, and the greatest piece of information about that film nobody talked about. We had to find out after we got home. The director of Mr. Brooks has only done one other film in his career. Yeah. What was that film? Well, you told me. It's a classic. Christian Slater's Cuffs. Yeah, yeah. So this guy, you're telling me that he, this guy wrote and directed Cuffs. Yeah. Disappeared for, what, 15 years? Maybe. And now it's back on the screens this summer with Mr. Brooks. Exactly what happened. Well, you know what? Some people wait for the... He's like Terrence Malick. The guy who wrote <sighs> Cuffs and put Leon Rippey <laughs> as a bad guy in a shirt with himself on it. Yeah, right? that's the man. Um, disappeared <laughs> and then came out of hiatus with this. I mean, that's just a strange... You have to admit, it's a strange story. I think it's very much like Terrence Malick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Svengali. I mean, he's like completely mysterious. Um, comes comes on the scene hardcore with a big, big, you know, big sound. Mm. I mean, Cuffs came out... <laughs> Re- revolutionized the art of film. Chris Slater instantly skyrockets. Tony Goldwyn... Leon Rippey, household <laughs> names. Mia Jovovich, all become superstars. She was so cute in that he movie. He disappears. She uh, must have been like 14, though. She I was mean, very young. She's still like 20, like 9 or something. Yeah, but she's horrible now. But, uh, and then and then he goes away. He's like, look, I fucking, uh, you're welcome. I'm, I've made my mark. I'm going to go bask in this for afterglow for some time. And, and what he did was he probably went someplace where he wouldn't be hounded by people. His house. <laughs> then he uh, he gets a script. He says, "Holy shit! This is the next. This is the next one. This is the sequel, unofficial sequel to Cuffs." <laughs> yeah, and 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 bam! Onto the scene comes Mr. Brooks, which reached a similar uh, pop culture crescendo to Cuffs. Well, maybe what he did, and I can't remember this guy's name, Evans, Bruce, Bruce what? A. Evans, or Bruce e. a. Evans, or something like that. Um, do you know the guy that directed The Yards? I don't know his name. He directed James the, Gray? You know, what else did he do before The Yards? Another film. Well, he did. He has a movie out that played um, Can, Cans. Yeah, great. Um, and he waited. He, he, the, the, he, he waited for Joaquin to get popular before he made his next film. He, he turned out a lot of projects. Waited. So maybe that's what this guy was doing. He was waiting for Christian Slater to get re-get popular. 
reget by the way yeah and he got tired of waiting he also did not wait for demi moore to get repopular demi moore looked good in this she did not yeah she did she looked a little off to me i think she always kind of looks good and she looked pretty good in this she i don't know i used to i mean like i think striptease was the beginning of the end her okay but her career was um i mean you know physically it looks like she's trying to re-enter after a long hiatus, I guess, into the and she picks mis- the fall of the cuffs. <laughs> it's probably not sound advice, but um, I don't know. It, it's an interesting movie. I guess it was fun, kind of fun to watch. I, I don't like Dane Cook at all, and he was kind of um, fun to watch in this. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we both agree that the best thing about it is definitely the Wayne Hurt Costner interaction. Yeah, those scenes oh, those are really best, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the movies, I think that it, there's so much potential there, but they try to tell too many stories, and and uh, the uh, the directing sometimes gets in the way. Sorry, Bruce. Uh, I know that uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, hype with your return, and I got to say, totally didn't live up to it in some respects. Um, and yeah, Dan Cook's okay in it. You know, the some close-ups I could have done without. <laughs> yeah. I, for a second, I thought I was watching Red Planet. <laughs> well, um, but he was. He kind of went against. You could tell him. You could tell he was trying. He was trying to resist his comedic ticks, but he still got a couple through. But he did okay. His character was uh, uh, kind of fun. I thought um, he he got he got a chance to pee the floor, which was nice. And yeah. Costner tried to uh, filter it and drink it, which <laughs> I thought. But either both of them couldn't get out of their characters, previous characters, I guess. Um, but no, it was, it was fun. I, I, you, would you recommend people running out to see it, though? No. Yeah. But I wouldn't recommend them seeing many things in its stead, either. Yeah. It could... You know what? It's. I think it might be one of those movies that people see, see like, on video or on DVD or whatever and say, you know what? That wouldn't do bad. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because there's, like, no hype for it. Um, Except for the return of Bruce Evans. <laughs> but it also had, like, kind of a fake-out ending, which is I, I think is never... You know, like, kind of a Carrie ending, which I like in Carrie, but not too many other films and I kind of wish that they would have had a, a more interesting ending tacked onto this and would have made it a better film do you do you think Carrie's ending was I mean could it could it could it have could it have hurt uh, a little walk on towards the end uh, Costner gets arrested by by cuffs you know could it have a little full, full circle I you know what I, I don't think he wanted to blow that blow that wad I think he's got uh, I think he's gonna bring us another Cuffs movie like a legitimate canon film like I, I don't think he wanted to veer off from the mythology too much see in 15 years yeah because uh, we never really gets to see we get to see Cuffs kiss her pink parts like he says in the script oh by the way what? I don't think Carrie has a tacked on ending why, why would you put words in my mouth I'm asking you I think this movie has a kind of a fake out Carrie. I think Carrie kind of works, and it's it's, but it's also De Palma who also likes to do that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, well, but you know, I'm not a fan of Carrie, not at all, not at all, not the book, what about, not the what movie. About, what about the Princess Bride? Not Carrie Snodgrass. What the Princess Bride? Mm-hmm. Carrie was not a fan of him either. Um, he was good in the Princess Bride. Yes, he was. You know, I saw today in the bookstore, and I was trying to find you. Tell. Kid walked into the bookstore wearing a Saw t-shirt, the original. Hmm. Yeah. Why, why? I'm glad you didn't find me. I just don't understand why he would wear it in public. Hmm. I think they sell those at Hot Topic.
Hey, uh, Chud Podcast. This is uh, a listener of your show. I just wanted to request that if you guys are going to talk about Transformers, um, that you'd avoid some of the spoilers. There's already way too many spoilers um, spoilers on the net already, and I was hoping you, you, know, you guys would have the class, the respect, for, uh, you know, and, and you wouldn't spoil uh, Transformers. Uh, do Okay, well, I do want to know, will they, do they have spoilers? But the actual car, the train. Do they have spoilers? I can't even have, like, real conversations with folks. Like, if I'm at, like, Barnacles or whatever talking to the waitress or with my softball team or whatever, and they mention Saw, I, I, I say that they suck, and I, I, I was like, they're not good movies. And they said, well, you need to give them a chance. You need to see the second and third Saw film. Yeah, and I'm like, no. And and I don't understand why. You don't need to see them. I've I've seen the first one, and that's it. And I realized. I saw the second. Um, although I'm, like I think we've said it before, that I'm happy that in some ways that um, – Shawnee Smith has a franchise. And I mean, Tobin that, Bell. Well, I don't care about Tobin Bell, but the wow. fact that Shawnee... I don't. Wow. Do you? It's definitely my favorite phone company. <laughs> um, I mean, he's good in the firm. Yeah. Hell yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tobin Bell you're talking about, goddammit. He kills Gary Busey in that movie. He fucking wastes Gary Busey through the desk. Yeah. Almost hits Holly Hunter. Yeah. But I just I'm happy that someone finally gave Shawnee Smith a franchise. I, I like how you're like all adamant about like like uh, your your fucking Shawnee Smith, you know. But Tobin Bell is just not worth it. What what the fuck is she? I mean, she I like her too. I like Shawnee Smith yeah. a lot. But why are you so Shawnee Smith loving and not so Tobin Bell loving? Well, I think Sha- Shawnee Smith's cute, and I don't necessarily find Tobin Bell cute or interesting. Okay, you know Shawnee Smith. Okay, correct me. Summer School and The Blob. Yes. Is that is that? She's also had a bit part in um, The Island. Yes, yeah, she did have a bit part in The Island. Yeah, yeah. but she was cute in it. And she was on a TV show. Yeah. Was and, she? And you, you like her? Oh, name. she was. She was in that Ted Danson TV show. And you like you like her name, Shawnee. I do like her name. She, that's a good name. And she's in like a band for a while too. But she's getting up there, but not as up there as Tobin, as Tobin Bell. Bell. Now I know, and I'm sure Tobin Bell's a nice I have guy. To admit, you yeah. know, but, but I don't know. tell me, you did, I mean, did you not grow up in the '80s playing that his arcade game, Tobin? <laughs> Is it the one where we get down the river? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Tobin Bell. I, I, Why? Because like, he's so he's so fucking intense. Okay, name name some other movies he's been in. You can't. We can't go to IMDb. So. You're, 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 uh, I'm sticking you with the, this one. The, the the beauty of 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 the aura of Tobin Bell is that he uh, he permeates into films and you don't realize you've been gifted, <laughs> but he's there. You know he's a, he's a character actor. Spoken like a true 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 Tobin Bell fan. <laughs> name name three films he's been in. Can't <laughs> saw <laughs> saw two saw three. Man, I'm lucky. At it. And I'll take you to Tobin Bell Trivia Night. <laughs> yeah, that was that. That was a, that's great. I, I like him. 
I like him a lot. Why? You know what's funny is uh, his parents used to work at, in the black market. Yeah. They sold body parts, and she found out she was pregnant when they were standing by the tow bin. So she's like, it's a boy. <laughs> it's, a, it's an ugly boy. You should meet his cousin penis bin. Yeah, so he's um he's good. He's got a franchise now. Apparently, he died in the last one, but I guess they probably won't stop them from uh, bringing him back for Saw Four. He's got that voice, you know. That's what kind of makes him threatening. He's got that, you know. Well, and the fact his voice, dude. It's voice. it's weird to see such villainous things coming from such a matinee idol appearance. <laughs> he's like, he's like uh, the Shawnee Smith. Like that's how he sounds, you know, the song yeah. movies. Shawnee. You know what's funny is uh, he's apparently a sweetheart in real life. Like a, I remember I got some kind of a, like a like a, a formal letter in the mail from somebody who represented the Saw. This is like before the first Saw yeah. film, and they were like they were upset about or it was like right after, and they were upset about our coverage or something. But and they said that and they worded about about Tobin Bell about him being some like a gentleman and some such a sweet man. And to me, I hope that's not the case because part of my appeal of Tobin Bell is is the thought that like. <laughs> He he like, he's like in 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 in, the, in Orange County hitting people in the face with claw hammers and shit like that in between movie sets. Tobin Bell, I don't want a friendly Tobin Bell in my life. You want him to get like get irate like at Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, fuck I'm, yeah. I'm Tobin Bell, goddammit. I want to see his shit sliding down the glass. Of the I want the I want the special menu with the with the you know pricey cheesecakes on it. I want the I the want the director to say pull it back, Tobin, when they're on the set of Saw. Be you, but pull it back some. That's that's the Tobin Bell I need. (laughs) And yet, you you, the best part is you're a Tobin Bell fan. You can't you can't name any movies besides the Saw movies, and you haven't even seen those. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm a. I love Tobin Bell. He's great. I used to name drop Tobin Bell on the site all the time. That's a weird way to show your love <laughs> by completely ignoring everything. That's the he only does. way. That's the only way to keep the love is by not watching him act. <laughs> <laughs> I like the concept of Tobin Bell. <laughs> we should have him on the show. Last night, I dreamed that I was watching the director's cut of Ghost Rider. And in one of the deleted scenes, there was a tender love scene between Isla Fisher and John C. Riley. And in the aftermath of this, after they had left the room, Ghost Rider snuck into the room and stole Ira, Isla, Isla Fisher's panties and stuffed them into his leather jacket.
I can remember in the dream thinking to myself that this scene did not make the movie any more retarded than it already was. I saw Fantastic Four today. 10 o'clock. I, we, what did we saw? We saw the... Uh... 10.35 showing at Mr. Brooks last night, right? Yep. And there I was at 10 a.m. waiting for the fucking Silver Surfer. <sighs> yeah, and I didn't go. Let's, let's, let's clarify that. No, you lucky son of a bitch. Because it's an, it's an atrocity. Yeah, you, you're not kidding. You, no, I'm you, not. You hated it. No, it's it's not a good movie. No. What, how did you feel about the first one? Um... I kind of liked it. I kind of... I mean, I... I, I I'm, I like the Fantastic Four comic quite a bit. I mean, I, it was one of the ones that I really dug growing up, and I kind of, I my, it was my dream that they would do like a '60s style. What the fuck? Go <laughs> on. <laughs> I, I was hoping they would do like a '60s style superhero movie with sure. the Fantastic Four, and they didn't. And uh, but for what it was, it was fine. I mean, we we everything about it should have been bad, but it it turned out okay. So I was. I had high, higher hopes for this. I didn't have like any hype for it. No, you're just kind of hoping to entertain you, right? Like the first one. Yeah, the first. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, I, I thought Chris Evans was really good in the first one, and I thought uh, Michael Chiklis was good, and there was some stuff that was neat. I mean, it's not you don't have you don't need a lot from a Fantastic Four movie, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, the second one. Uh, while I, I love the Silver Surfer, you know, like. You know the idea of it, you know, and and the and the uh, the look of it, True. but I didn't think how it would work on film because it's such like a it's such a character that's dated, you know. I mean, like you, you wouldn't see somebody come up with a Silver Surfer character. Well, you might now, but you wouldn't have seen it happen in the '80s or whatever. It's such a cheesy concept for a guy, and uh, you know they pull it off. I like him. I like him in this movie, but everything else is just horrible. But you said you like Chris Evans in this movie. Too. Chris Evans is he's just charismatic. I mean, yeah. he you know, he reminds me of Tom Cruise quite a bit, like a young Tom like when Tom Cruise was younger where he was you know, he had everything going for him. You know, he had all the charisma and he had all the uh you know, everything was right. And and uh he he seemed to he seems to dig it. But the weird thing about this movie is it's just it's so rushed and it's so it's so poorly thought out that you can't get attached to anything and it's it's vaporware and I, and I think that the, the two reviews that were on Chud are both spot on um, in, in the fact that have, of how the movie the movie is just so transparent it's just it's it's just a <clears throat> vessel to deliver mindless entertainment but there's something about it that's kind of I think it it's almost like a, a um, harmful and like, like I think it sets a very bad precedent yeah you know, and and I didn't I didn't hate Spider Man three like a lot of people did, but uh, it's it's a masterpiece compared to this. Um, that's too bad. Um, I wasn't looking forward to this movie, but I was kind of uh, hoping it'd be sort of entertaining, I guess. Yeah, I tell you what though, the uh, I love the Silver Surfer effect. Yeah, when he's CGI, it. I mean, it, granted, it's just liquid metal, mm-hmm. but I, I like the look of. I like his look. I like uh, he. I mean, he looks like the Silver Surfer. He looks perfect he doesn't look like any actor he doesn't look too nondescript he's got a really cool look and then when i'm not spoiling anything by saying he gets separated from his board at one point and you basically get to see him where he's at where it's an actual costume and i assume that's just doug jones in a rubber suit and it's it's really convincing and it's really cool and it reminds you that sometimes simplicity you know is better than the fanciest uh you know concept art or whatever but uh, oh my God, Jessica Alba's very bad. Her her friggin' contact lenses are distracting as all shit. And uh, I don't know. It's 
I, I mean, I just I came out of the theater just wanting, wanting, uh, desperately yearning for Tobin Bell. <laughs> they uh, they put some pretty good trailers together for this movie, though. Think they so? Kind of know how to sell it. Sell it. Yeah, I thought the entertain the you, trailers you mean, were entertaining. You mean like ones the actors changed in? No, but they had they had a couple that were they had like a kind of more serious trailer that I kind of liked uh, that that uh, they kind of painted the Silver Surfer obviously to be a bad guy as the threat. But um, well, I mean, you know, he actually he I mean, for a good portion of the film he is. Yeah. And they don't even mention the guy fucking destroys. I mean, like so much there is so much damage in the the first like fifteen minutes of the film. There is so much damage to Earth, pretty much irreparable damage. And it's glossed over completely, you know, um, in in the grand scheme of things. And of course, you have Galactus coming to eat the world, and that's obviously a big deal. But the way that they use Doctor Doom is really, really bad. Well, they used him kind of poorly in the first one. Yeah, but he's really bad in this. Did they? Did that? Because you you have a love for that guy. Julian I love Julian McMahon. McMahon. I don't think he's right for the part, but he looks good. But yeah, his voice isn't right for it. Yeah. And Doctor Doom's such a great character in the comics. He's such a like a perfect like old school villain that it's a shame that they just didn't didn't stick to the old school guns and have fun with it like the unstable molecules miniseries or the uh you know the the great the great stuff that uh, even in the 80s there are some great fantastic forces who's writing these movies i don't it's like a, it's a it's a group of people there's a couple of familiar names i don't remember what they are and i'm not looking at imdb to find out but tim's story is is a a vacuum of uh, of uh, directorial. What did savvy. he do before the Fantastic Four? I think Four he moves? did. He, he did. He he did a. Uh, he was like a black a black one of those big black films. I don't remember which one it was. Uh, well, he what, did. did was he it did, Barbershop? He did Taxi with Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah. Fuck him. But what did he do before that? Amy? No, it, it, there was one where it was like a big hit. I don't remember which one it is, and it's not because I'm a race. It's just because I'm a clansman. Maybe it's Barbershop. <laughs> no, um, I don't. I don't know. But the thing is, I, he pulled it off fine with the first film. It was like okay. It's 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 a meager success. It's I'm not offended. Just don't fuck it up. And and he did. Well, I mean, obviously he can't do much with the script, isn't there? I mean, he's just obviously hired to shoot it. He was hired to shoot the first one, but if you sign up for the second one, you expect a little bit more pull. And mm-hmm. although I mean, although he's not like Brian Singer, where you know the, he's bigger than the project as to a lot of people. I don't think anybody even knows who Tim Story is, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of the general public. But it is a kids movie, and it's kind of hard to really make a big deal about it because it's obviously a kids movie. Mm-hmm. Although they say crap and ass and all that so many times, it's like they're trying to compensate for yeah. for the rating. Oh, they said ass, eh? and the and the Stan Lee cameo <laughs> is the worst I've ever seen, and I, I hate a, I hate him already. <laughs> I heard rumors about this movie. What'd you hear? Um, storyboard. Really. During production, was was the rumors was that a tie into the Mr. Brooks uh, discussion? Because Demi Moore's daughter rumor. <laughs> you know what I just thought of about um, the Costner connection here. Demi Moore was in his latest film and his last movie where he played the Coast Guard, mm-hmm. Ash and Kutcher. Yep. So they must like working that 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 family that couple must like working with with uh, Costner. Has Bruce Willis ever worked with Kevin no, Costner? I don't think so. They should though. That'd be a good, uh, be a good thing to see. Yeah, I, I, I'm a you know I'm a going back to the Costner thing. I'm obviously an apologist, but um, he doesn't make a lot of bad movies, despite what people think. He he doesn't make a lot of movies. Period. 
No, he's getting. I wish he. He's isn't he gonna do another western. I think he is. Yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna do another baseball movie too, which would be he shouldn't do would be swell. He shouldn't do another one. I think he should. What's the, what's he gonna play? He's he's uh he's he's two and a half for three, so far. What for love of the game is not a good movie. The Although ba- kind of brought a tear to my eye when I was watching it the other day on cable. <laughs> well, aren't you a hypocrite? I know, but I, but no, the baseball parts of that movie are impeccable. They're very good. The relationship stuff is bad. It's the worst. That's I why I the, said. That's why I said. The two big and problem half. is they got Kelly Preston. Well, I like to look at her, but She's you're right. Pretty, but man, is Jenna Malone the girl in that? Yeah. What happened to her? She's she, she's still. She's Did she take in the shower in American Beauty or no? In Life Is a House. <sighs> I can't remember. That was the last time I saw her. She's she's growing up okay. Yeah, I mean she's cute, but she's also got like kind of a singing career, I believe. She's not growing up like the girl from Waterworld. Tiff, Tina Majorino. Mm-mm. She's in Napoleon Dynamite. And she's in Big Love, which you have sit, sitting on your shelf. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, though. Yeah, well, guess get ready. You don't like her and you don't like... Gene Triplehorn? Gene Triplehorn, Tri- they're both in that. Wait, the mother-daughter combo from Waterworld have been reunited and I don't know? <laughs> Wait, this is fucking big news. Yes, they're in that show together, but they're not mother-daughter in that. But are they the mother-daughter's ca- friend. But they're still the same characters from Waterworld. Yes. That would be a fucking HBO yeah, instead show. Of, instead of, and the only difference here is that Bill Paxson dr- drinks his own urine and big love. <laughs> I need to see the show. You do. Um, so, a thumbs down for Fantastic Four if I believed in the thumbs up and thumbs down theory. And thumbprint for Mr. Brooks. <laughs> Very good. Nice, eh? Bravo. <laughs> Hey, uh, Chud Podcast. I called earlier about uh, Transformers uh, spoilers. You know, I was kind of hoping you guys, you know, would avoid uh, any spoilers, you know, leaking any spoilers on your show about that movie. There's, like I said, there's already way too many, uh, you know, spoilers on the internet about that film. Uh, there's, you know, there's. T- Let me just say, there's TMF, man. Uh, TMF. Uh, too much formation about that movie. You know what? Tra- actually, I saw a trailer today that is worse than Good Luck Chuck. Oh, but not worse than License to Wed, in your opinion? Good. I mean, worse than both of them. What? Daddy Day Camp with Cooper Gooding Jr. You kidding me? <laughs> it's a sequel. Because I had heard that, and someone directed that. That's totally fucked up. Fred, like Fred Savage. Savage. Fred yeah. Savage, yeah. It oh is unbelievably bad. I mean, it was. I couldn't believe. Oh, uh, you could see how you could see the shame on everyone's face. What happened it? to Cuba Gooding Jr., man? Poor kid. You know that guy. He like he had it all going for him. Then he's like, you know what? I need to take my big star vehicle into Men of Honor. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, Cuba. <laughs> Well, I told you that I watched a movie that he was in called Shadow Boxer. I watched some of that on cable. And he fucked somebody in it. He- uh, Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I mean, he doesn't... I mean, it's like... He pounds into her. And which is... Because they're, you know, they're both fine actors. I mean, she's a great actor. Uh, and he's... Nah, he's okay. And they look like that they're enjoying it. But I wasn't enjoying it. <laughs> like, I think maybe I should have been. You got to watch Cooper Gooding squ- squatting over Helen Mirren. Yeah, 
That's incredibly hot. And then he then later him, him and Vanessa Ferlito, who you don't like. I hate her. Yeah. She he, was she was bewigged in that. He puts it in her too. Yes. He was a, quite a late. He's a hit man and a ladies man at the same time in that. And I think Helen Mirren was a stepmom. In Men of Honor, he's a leg that. doctor's man. Yeah. So I feel bad for him because he um, he isn't a bad actor. He had some momentum going, and then it's just every project is worse and worse, it seems. Even Shadow Boxer, which is that movie I was just talking about, is kind of like an indie, like independent film that's supposed to get you know, some interest, you know, like kind of play festivals. Everybody hated it. So... He can't even win in the indie world. And now he's doing Daddy Day Camp, which is the sequel to an Eddie Murphy movie that Eddie Murphy didn't want to be in. Well, who could blame him? So what... Who else is in it? I mean, no. if, if you start, if the highest paid actor is Cuba Gooding, there cannot be anybody else that's recognizable in it. No. I mean, it's got Lachlan Monroe in it. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> Mike is buddy. Who? <laughs> His buddy, yeah, he he's mentioned him a couple of times on. But the guy who and Brian Doyle Murray, the guy who plays oh. like the sidekick character, yeah, who gets a lot of dialogue. He's I guess he's the Jim Belushi of this movie. Yeah, like oh, no, Jeff Garland was in the first one. His name is Paul Ray. Yeah, and I, I guess you're supposed to know who he is. He's in he's in a decent amount of films, but never seen him before in my Plus life. Red Savage too, man. I mean, I no, mean, no, 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 no. What? He's overachieved. Poor Fred Savage. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm the guy that watches Everybody Loves Raymond all the time. Poor Fred's uh, First time ever those words have been mentioned in that order. I enjoy old Fred Savage back in the day. Wonder He's years, overachieved. I watched him grow up. He's over, yeah. Working, NBC sitcom, pre dates office, pretty good. Pretty fun to watch for the six episodes I made on TV. Uh-huh. Rules of Attraction, a little cameo in there. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Fred Savage. Uh, excuse me, the boy who could fly, the younger brother, Fred Savage, filled his squirt gun with urine. Early Kevin Costner role, drank the squirted urine. <laughs> so, but you know what I'm saying? Like, the boy could and fly. And here's how it all... I watched the kid grow up. Now here's, he's directing atrocities. Here's how it all ties together. Mm-hmm. Appeared in Welcome to Mooseport. <laughs> <laughs> with Ray Romano. <laughs> With Ray Romano. Yes. Yeah. Which I never did see. How come I didn't see that? Because you're a human how being. Did I, how did I avoid that hit? Because you're you're a human being with eyes. Yeah. God damn it, Justin. What's wrong with you? Fred Savage. You don't like him. Time for an intervention. You don't really you really don't like Fred Savage. I don't like Fred Savage. Yeah. I mean I, I, no, he's fine. He's a kid actor that made good. He managed to play a guy with a fucking mole in an Austin Powers movie. Congrats. Good work. Yeah. He's boring. He's fucking boring. And he's a fucking... You look at him and you laugh because, hey, look, look, it's that guy from that show. It's like when Mr. T shows up on a fucking movie. It's not there because you want to see him. It's because, hey, look, here, here's a little piece of my childhood. Fuck you. Because you're like, you're on the set for day day camp and you're like, I'm being directed by a 30-year-old boy. I'm being directed by a fucking nightmare. I mean, can you imagine that? I mean, it's th- like if somebody took Jay Leno and made him in human size. This is how you know that God doesn't exist. By the way, right. there is no God. The religion is a farce. Fred Savage just directed Cuba Gooding Jr. in a, in a sequel to an Eddie Murphy movie that Eddie Murphy doesn't want to be in, 
anymore. That he doesn't want that franchise. That's how you know there isn't there there there's nothing there's nothing behind this collision of events. Daddy Day Camp looks like are we are we done yet or whatever that that it looks exactly like that except much worse. Yeah. Oh God. Do you remember any jokes from the trailer? Um, slapstick buildings crumbling with Cuba on the roof. Um, you know, a, 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 somebody forgets to hit the brakes on the school bus and it crashes into the building. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure somebody gets hit in the balls. Uh, there's this one really sad. It's like a really sad moment in the trailer. It's where he signs the contract to be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's cu- it's cu- Cuba Gooding is watching as good as it gets, and then his agent calls him on his. Uh, uh, prepaid cell phone. <laughs> it says, Cuba, when you get a chance, I need you to... <laughs> how would you feel, how would you like to be in the movie that every black actor in Hollywood turned down? <laughs> <laughs> and two Latinos. He's like, good news is we got you a franchise. So this is this is the big one. Cuba. Carrot Top just stepped out. Can you fill in? We need to start shooting tomorrow. Yes, we did manage to get Fred Savage to direct. <laughs> this prepaid phone does not does not have good reception. Are those tears? <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, it's the uh, it's the uh, I don't want spoilers about the Transformers movie guy again. Just calling back. Um, what I was what I was talking about what I was talking about just happened. I just went out to the internet uh, and I found out uh, two things I didn't want to know uh, yet until I saw the movie. One, Michael Bay directed it. Thanks a lot, internet, uh, for revealing that. And two. Um, the hero of the story is Optical Prim. Oh my god, fucking Daddy Day Camp. <laughs> and Wait. that's a summer movie. Get one of the writers? Oof. One of the writers wrote Evan, he was one of the Evan, Evan Almighty yeah. writers. There's nothing like going through the Garfield movies. Yeah, cheaper by the dozen. Oh, God! And there was a t- he, money talks. He d- he worked on Toy Story. Oh, he worked on Past the Ammo. I don't know that. What's Past the Ammo? Oh God! It was balls. Tim is a Tim Curry movie. It was a Tim Curry and Bill Paxton comedy with Linda Kozlowski. <sighs> I don't know who's Linda Kozlowski. Crocodile Dundee. Holy shit! Was Mar- a- she actually married Crocodile Dundee. No, she married Paul Hogan. No, you know what I'm saying. That's so fucked up. Here, here's what's funny is our friend growing up was uh, high school. Uh, dated her in high school. What? Yep. Oh, she, okay. Older friend? Friend of the... Yeah. Like, he was a waiter, uh, what we worked with. He dated her in high school. Can't compete with Paul Hogan. Too bad he didn't have Eric Roberts' skills. At what point do you wake up and realize that you married... Crocodile Dundee. Like, what point does that fucking drunk 
drunken mistake pop and you come you come to you know what i'm saying and you're and you're in bed with paul hogan a 65 year old paul hogan <laughs> who is what what do you, what do you what, who you is have? lifting his once muscled arm to pie at your breasts naked from the waist down but wearing somehow wearing a macrame sweater in bed Paul Hogan you see a silhouette in, in the shower curtain the bank account is drying up Paul Hogan that guy I don't know about that starting to look like an older Paul Newman <laughs> <laughs> Paul Hogan She's dreaming. I tell you what, she's dreaming of that waiter. There's no way she's not thinking of that guy. You know how you know. Here's the best. You know, you know how like when you go to IMDb. I don't know if it's on the regular, but on the pro, if you're on IMDb, you click on an actor, it'll have like their latest news item. Mm-hmm. From this is um less than a year old. Latest news item regarding Mr. Hogan. Hogan embroiled in tax evasion investigation. <laughs> Embroiled. Wow. Can't you have a macrame sweater, by the way? What was I talking about? Macrame sweater. It doesn't sound right. Paul Hogan can. <laughs> I don't know if he can anymore. And if you go to Linda uh, Linda Kozlowski's IMDb page, her latest entry is <laughs> Embroiled in a Paul Hogan invasion. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna look. Mom, I fell in love with my co-star. Who? N- news my item. Co- my co-star and daddy day camp. <laughs> news item. Kozlowski mulls suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what, even worse, her most recent news item, December 24th, 1999. <laughs> well, she took the slow way out. Instead of, uh, you know, some people like they go the razor blade route. Um, if it's, if, if you know, like they exhaust pipe to the. They made a third the film. Garage. I don't even remember that. She actually just married Paul Hogan. <laughs> I mean, she that's the <laughs> she took the slow way out, the cowardly way out, Nick. That's the cowardly way out. They made a third Crocodile than Yeah, they, they, that's actually kind of... They made it this decade. Am I wrong? They made it 99, I guess. Did they? No, 2001. So, yeah. it's, a, it's a, September 11th was the second worst thing that... Who was in that? <laughs> Who did they net? They got Jonathan Banks in that movie. I love him. The guy from Beverly Hills Cop. The bad guy, one of the bad guys. Um, you had Paul Rodriguez, Ada Turturro... There you go. Wow. Yep. Yep. And yep. Look at the look at the very last entry. Next, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. All right. Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> George Hamilton. George Hamilton's in that. Yeah. Doesn't say no to much. Oh my God! You know who's in it? Nicholas Hammond. I don't know who's that. It's the original Spider-Man. Oh. TV sh- the TV show? Yeah. 
How about a picture of him in his costume? <laughs> can you imagine? Um, can you imagine? You know what? If Nicholas Hammond looked like that, mm-hmm. he still wouldn't be considered for the part of Spider-Man. You think he when they started making the Spider-Man movie? Do you think that Nicholas Hammond was like, maybe I got a shot at this role? Maybe they'll want me to come back, step into the. You think he actually had that thought? Because I would, if I if that was me, I would have that thought, even at age like fifty. If I had been in a, the seventies TV show, I'd be like, I, that it would enter my brain. I think I think he would show up on the set and they'd hand him an apron. See, yeah. this way, sir. I I don't know. I'd like to think that there's you know a, a little bit of respect for Nicholas Hammond out yeah. there. Linda Kozlowski was kind of hot back in the day. Yeah. She could have held out. I ho- I think she's probably pretty barren now. I mean, what kind of heat was he causing on the set? What kind of star power did he have? Like, what kind of charisma was actually generated from him on the set of Crocodile Dundee, the original? I mean, there couldn't have been much. And you know he's cracking jokes from the movies in the bedroom. <laughs> like, that's not a cock. It's not. <laughs> that was a good impersonation, by the way. <laughs> you yeah. gotta crack jokes in the bedroom if you're Paul Hogan. <laughs> you gotta distract. You know. Oh man! Well, like, you know this what? is how a, this is how a weaker this is how a, a weaker, un, more uninteresting person makes love to you. <laughs> here's my impersonation. Here's how a more here's how a a boring person makes love to you. And then Kozlowski, after like a couple of weeks, like, can we stop doing that game? No, I'm perfecting it. <laughs> it's a shame, man. Yeah. Linda, Linda Kozlowski was like, you know, she was caught up in the in the allure of Hollywood. She was in a big movie. She had a, a co-star who was sensation. Ugh. And he offered her his hand in marriage. And she, she took it. She did. And it was as if the fabric of, of, of reality was ripped from her. She took it all right. I mean, if you think about it, um, <laughs> that might have been a mistake. Really? Yeah. Then again, she might be having the time of her life. I'm not saying they're not in love. They might have a nice little home. I'm kids, having fun. I'm some, having fun. Some rugrats. Did she take his name? Is she no. known as Linda Hogan? No, she would have been a lot easier for her. She's probably she's probably she's probably very happy. I wonder if um I wonder if she made him sign a prenup. I don't know. I, I envision their house looking very much like Bilbo Baggins' house. Why? I don't know. I just do. She's in there cooking. It's got a fucking. She sealed off the, uh, the place. Does she have mental problems? <laughs> How much more evidence do you need? <laughs> Dude, that's like the psych evaluation they have for a lot of things. Is the first question a lot of times is, "Did you marry Paul Hogan?" <laughs> 
Now, I'm not saying I'm, I'm a prize. And I'm not saying that at all, but that's a mistake. That is a mistake. Hello, Chud. Chud Chewers. Subterranean Chewers. This is Gabe Toro. Otherwise, I'm a sad plug. I'm sober this time, calling back to say hello to you guys. I haven't listened to this podcast. I don't have a lot of technology, a lot of the up-to-date um, information and availability to use it, so I have no idea what you were saying about memes or about any other things. I'm sure it's fantastic, though. I would download them and not listen to them so I don't have the resource just to give them the downloads because I'm that nice of a guy. Devin, if you're out there, I know you don't record the podcast. I don't think you do. But I'm going to be at the desk at a funeral screening, and I look forward to seeing you, my friend. I look forward to seeing you. Anyway, I'm on the line to see an independent film uh, tonight. It is called Fugitive Pieces, starring Stephen Delane, internationally known superstar, Stephen Delane. I'm not familiar with it. It's about World War II. It's about Polish people, and I don't think it's a comedy. I'm a little bit perturbed. And tomorrow night, I will be seeing Eastern Promises. Um, so, suck on that. I'm showing off, because I'm bragging. Also, I have a ginormous penis, and I'm extremely great-looking. We all knew that. Anyway, have a wonderful, pleasant evening, morning, afternoon, night, dinner, breakfast, lunch, sodomy session, whatever. Enjoy. Let's talk about Nancy Drew a little bit. Okay, let's do that. I don't know if you knew this before I told you, and I don't really know how I knew it, but the star of Nancy Drew, who plays Nancy Drew, is the daughter of Eric Roberts, the one, the only. That's insanely awesome. (laughs) Okay, continue, please. I'm excited. That means that 15 years ago, I guess it was about 15 years ago, 16. 16, yeah. I don't know. Eric Roberts was, I don't know, watching his, maybe he was watching his wife cooking some eggs and she was wearing some short kind of robe. You know, and Eric Roberts, he doesn't do condoms. He doesn't wear a Jimmy hat. You know, he doesn't do any of that kind of stuff. It's it's all Eric Roberts in there. Nothing between him and the <laughs> vagina. And he popped that woman part part you know the genetic you know they formed the person that would 15 years later be in nancy drew so basically because eric roberts um came home from a hard day at set i don't know what movie it was right well let's saw look. his wife dusting the tv off maybe and he she was wearing she just got back from exercising maybe and she was wearing some shorts that were pretty tight and he felt the urge to plant her to seed inside of her. I like and where this is going. 15 years later, advertisements for Nancy Drew starring what his sperm became. I think you're, I think you're selling Emma, Emma Roberts' uh, achievements short. She's not just uh, the, uh, the, uh, the cum shot of Eric Roberts come to life. <laughs> what? She's a girl. She, she lives. She breathes. She's got her own ideas. So basically what you're telling She's probably... Me, stop thinking about firing up into some skirt. So he comes home, and his, let's say his wife... Okay, can I just say something? I'm, look, I'm doing some math. Mm-hmm. 
She was born in 91. Yeah. So you figure in he was making a movie in 89 to be released. You know, like, so he, he's probably... I get it, to be released. It's probably the best of the best. Yeah? Yeah, I'm looking at the math right here, and it's either best of the best, Fire Princess, or The Ambulance. Oh, The Ambulance is like an indie one with... Uh one of the London kids. No, maybe not. Who was in the ambulance? James Are, Earl Jones. Oh, yeah. Oh, sometimes mistaken for one of the London brothers. <laughs> the ambulance. I, I saw that. I Early that. Nick Chindlin performance. Yeah, I, I, I rented that a long time ago. Anyway, so, okay, let's say he comes back from the ambulance. And he's okay. tired. Yeah. And he's and and he's like I he's like, I guess I just want to go to bed. Like, I'm Eric Roberts, and this movie's been taxing me... His wife is vacuuming the carpet of their luxurious, let's say, mini mansion in the okay. hills. Or, or hovel. It's another word you can use. <laughs> a Rob, a, it's an Eric Roberts domicile. Okay. Okay, and let's say she kind of trips over the cord. You know, she's this beautiful statuesque woman, kind of humanizes her a little bit more to him because she kind of trips over the cord. This this one little, like... Um, I like where this is you going. Know what I'm yeah, it kind of makes him, in a way, cherish his life all the more because he's married to this actual human being. Not only is she beautiful, and I don't know her name. Her name is Kelly Cunningham. Okay, Kelly Cunningham. But she also is this beautifully flawed woman who is serving his every need, like keeping his home. You know what I'm saying? Right. There for when he gets back from best of the best, always waiting for him, faithful. He sees her trip over the cord, and he basically fucks Emma Roberts into her. Fifteen years later, <laughs> is born from that semen that is juiced into that woman, the Nancy Drew trailer. Directed by... Your boy. I don't know. I don't know who's directed by. But no, I see what you're saying. It's like... It's like the Big Bang in a way. Now I'm not saying it was the Big Bang. No, I'm not saying it was a great Eric Robert performance in the bed. We'd have to ask the wife. Um, but it is like the Big Bang if you think about it. What? But instead of like the solar system or the you know the everything being created and spilled out across the universe is Nancy Drew. <laughs> well, her name's Emma Roberts. Drew She's movie. 16 years old. Yeah, I was just reading a, a message board post uh, on her on her. She's 16. She says, in 10 years, she's going to be hot. Let me guess. Let me tell you something, guys. You don't have to wait 10 years because she's daddy's little girl now. Well, in 10 years, she's not going to be hot. 10 years, yeah. Because, I mean. The more she looks like Eric Roberts. Yeah. No, that's great. I mean, like, um, she's a cute girl. Uh, Nancy and Nancy Nancy Drew came out of a hard boy. (laughs) So, I mean, there is that. Well, here's the thing. There's no way Eric Roberts is married to that woman anymore. Am I right? I couldn't There's find out. There's no way. Because you cannot contain. You cannot. Like, if you think of a vagina as a prison, you cannot contain best of the best Eric Roberts. Well, I think more likely, she says, uh, when they took their vow, she's like, to have and to hold until you, you reach obscurity. And he's just the magic man, too. If you think about it, he probably... He's like, I'm gonna form a Nancy Drew star in, in this one. I'm gonna form an Encyclopedia Brown star in this one. Do you know what I'm saying? He's yeah. gonna go from 
vagina to vagina casting future movies with a seed. He never even married the mother of the girl. Did that's he not? a shame. That's a, that's a that's a testimony to the broken homes that Hollywood so they creates. Were, listen, okay, I said it was his wife, so maybe he was vacuuming the floor with his living his living girlfriend. His wife was out of town. Yeah, the maid. That makes me sad. But he made something. He did. So, are you excited about Nancy Drew? Well, don't I sound like it? You really do. Yeah. I don't want to see it, Nick. And I wish I could terminate her back in time. Why? So you can see just how much fun Eric Roberts had? I could destroy that. Put like a little radioactive packet next to, next to that ball sack. I do not want <laughs> I do not want Nancy Drew on the screens. She's a cute girl. Yep. How could you not want her? What did she ever do to you? I mean, what the fuck did she ever do to you? What did she do to you? So you're telling me that Eric Roberts gets back from best of the best. Calls his girlfriend up. Maybe someone he just met. To Kelly Cunningham. How's it going, baby? Kelly Cunningham. How about a night on the town with Eric Roberts? Um, and she's like, okay. She's like, yeah, Peter Weller's out of town. And, he, and she's like, where are you taking me? And he said, back to my place. I want to cast... A teenage detective 15 years from now. I don't think those were his motives, honestly. You think it was his pickup line? I, I just I just think um, when Eric Roberts needs to nut out, he needs to nut out. He's primal. <laughs> He's a primal guy. I don't envision Eric Roberts having a courtship process. I think Eric Roberts sees something and he takes it. I mean, he's a wiry, muscular guy. I, I envision him hunched over her back. Do you think, like an archer, he's that accurate? Though, P- I mean, pumping like an archer, wildly, like, Pum- <laughs> like an archer can hit a bullseye over and over again. He can cast future movies with his with his demon seed. <laughs> I hope so. He can he can aggravate my future life with his past seed. What about Nancy Drew and Emma Roberts bothers you so much? Or is it just that you... I'm not bothered it's by... Like, or are you another alpha male like Eric Roberts, grunting around, squirming, writhing, waiting, taking, having, and then pumping life into the dead and, and creating little perky blondes? Yeah. You well, got to in the right, though, you know? No, he's Eric Roberts. I mean, you're not. Why doesn't he just cap that penis? So we don't have to. Why does he have to be Eric Roberts? Why does he have to say, I will not wear a condom and then Nancy Drew? God damn it. You're talking about Eric Roberts. He should bronze it. It's a fucking, it's, it's a, it's a, it's not just a penis to him. I mean, uh, let's say, for example, instead, let's say that she, his wife was sick or his girlfriend was sick that night. Although he probably still would have at, am I wrong? No, he when he sees something, he takes it. He wants it. He takes it. He gets in there and he starts working into it. Maybe a commercial was on. He laughed at and distract him long enough to where we wouldn't have Nancy Drew right Eric now. Roberts is a, is a mortal man. He, he, you, you can't fault him. He, he did what he needed to do, and, and I don't think he regrets it. He's probably her manager, too. So Did he, did he produce any more? I mean, is he, is he like, does he have like a lot of kids? I think if you ask him, not enough. 
I'll tell you. I'll tell you. What, I'll do some. I'll do some quick research, and by research, I mean cheating and using IMDb, which we don't use on our show. We try not to. Yeah. It looks like no, Nick. You can actually just type in Eric Roberts sperm in the search, <laughs> the search box. Actually, I I only have to type er because then it'll come up in my Google previous. <laughs> What are you searching for Eric Roberts all the time, Nick? Um, I think he's only got one daughter. That makes me sad, sort of. Yeah, I guess I kind of feel bad for him, too. Well, I mean, he he hit it out of the park. I mean, he... Although he, you know, like, she's in the family, so like Julia Roberts, she gets to be in films. And she's cute. She's perky. She's already been in quite a few films. What else? She was in Blow. She was in... <laughs> She was an aquamarine. Speaking of blow, why couldn't his girlfriend done it that night? <laughs> so I don't have to see Nancy Drew. Hey, uh, Chubb Podcast. This is the Transformers. Don't spoil guy again. But uh, I did have a question. I heard, I'd heard that the, the Dinobots might be making an appearance. Do you know if um, uh, either the Color Forms or uh, Trans Gruber are going to show up. Also, um, will Felicity uh, Huffman be reprising her role uh, from uh, Transamerica? I was just wondering if you could help me out with that. In some way, could you say it without actually answering me because I don't really want to be spoiled on the movie. All right, I appreciate it. Bye. Dana Wheeler Nicholson. Remember her? Mm -mm. From Fletch? No, is she the love interest in that? She's cute back in the day. She had a storied career. She was in you just told vacation. It. Was she in vacation too? No, no that was she? Beverly D'Angelo. Mm-mm. Who was the girl in the? Uh, oh, Gina Davis was in Fletch. No, it was yeah, it was Gina Davis in Fletch. But he, then there was another love interest in Fletch. Dana Wheeler Nicholson. She was the wife of Tim. Tim she had blonde hair, sort of. Yeah, she was cute. Yep, she she, still, she popped up a lot in the eighties, like in little she's things. Still wa- wa- working. I don't Come on, know. IMDb. Let's do it once. You want to look up Dana Wheeler? She she's worth it. Yeah, I love that little hussy. She was cute in Fletch. She had uh, that talent. Remember the talent? He's like, you got. I just hit a water buffalo. I hit a water. Yeah, yeah, I just hit a water buffalo. Yeah. People are uh, down on Fletch. Fletch lately. is a classic, better than fucking Caddyshack. Ooh, I don't know about that. Caddyshack is uh, not as great as people say it Caddyshack is. Caddyshack is great. Nope. So many great performances in that. Dana Will Nicholson, you want to hear her, her career? Yeah, when did she stop working? She continues to work. Are you kidding? She was in Fast Food Nation. Was she really? How old is she now? How old is a woman? She is 46. She oh, still well, looks she's great. Th- she's still young. She looks good. Good work, Dana, you fucking great woman. Look at this. Oh, she does look good. 46, and is she a married woman? Now, I don't know why MDB has a, sh- a close-up of her coos, but I'm not, I'm not complaining. Does she have a MySpace? Uh, account Nick no but uh, you were telling me about a website <laughs> <laughs> alright oh my god she works her dick off alright here's the this Dana Willow Nicholson is a fucking legend first she, she was in Mrs. Sawful and all that and then Fletch Circuitry Man 
Oh yeah, was she in the sequel to that? That's a while, but no, hmm. she no, she fuck, she's like no, you have okay. to fucking bring the bank if you want Dana Wheeler Nicholson in your fi- in your film. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in a couple little films. That's right. She was in Tombstone. Forgot about that. That's right. She played um, Wyatt one, of the, one of the wives. Yeah. Um, she was in, oh, then she was in Frank and Jesse. She, she had Wyatt Earp and the James Bros. Nice. Uh, Bye Bye Love, which is a movie I dig. Um, a couple little films, blah, 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 What's Worst Can Happen, Battle of Shaker Heights, and then Fast Food Nation, but a lot of TV. Friday Night Lights, she's a regular. Law and Order Criminal Intent, Boston Legal, Grounded for Life, Boston Public, Without a Trace, All My Children, this. Law and Order. You know, that's Friday Night Lights is a show that I, I've been meaning to watch, and this has actually kind of pushed me over the edge right now. No, Just seriously. because you're hearing all the hype about how great it is? What I, a pussy. I keep hearing how great it is. What a fucking pussy. No, I keep, well, I mean, Justin, you know I like to Tell you what, flip a coin. A, heads, watch a show. Tails, kill yourself. Why wouldn't you watch it? You What's what's sitting on your shelf over there, Nick? Big Love. Yeah. Everyone, containing almost everyone you hate. Yeah. So it's and still bought. It's an HBO show. It's not a fucking uh, network show about a bunch of high school football players. Um, and I, I, Friday Night Lights, the movie was okay. Can, I, I didn't see it, but Peter Berg directed it, who you love. Can I know if she's married and to whom? Yes, I'll check, sir. That's the good thing about IMDb. You can see who is married to who or whom. Uh, you can read some trivia. Personal details. You can see. I don't see any man. That's what I'm talking about. Although she does have a hyphen in her name. Yeah, that's what was kind of throwing me. God, she's great. Born in New York. Oh. Oh, does she have an You know, New York, I've I've never really been in New York, and that puts me over the edge. I might have to visit it. Well... I don't know if I should be pleased or not. Her her official website is the Bang Bus. What do you mean you don't know if you should be pleased? Uh, let's see if there's anything interesting trivia. No. It's the most boring trivia ever. Is she in Transformers? Is she in Transformers? She is not. Is she in Live Free Die Hard? No. I love I love Dana Wheeler Nicholson, but I have to admit, could you imagine if you were a lookalike? Yeah. Doing shows as the almost Dana Wheeler Nicholson. How would you feel about that? Pretty happy. Alright. Hey guys, that's uh Really, I'm mad at myself. I went to uh, TransformersSpoiled.tv, and uh, they gave away the movie. They gave it away. And they apparently, uh, apparently, at the end of the movie, the cars turn out to be robots. Um, and uh, Shia LaBeouf uh, gets his dick and balls cut off. So I guess there's no point in going to see the film anymore. This is basically what I'm saying. Um, I shouldn't have gone to that site. Um. Anyway, I hope you guys read piece of the script on air. I, I appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. That'd be great if you're like a if you're a paparazzi, and you're and you're like, or no. even the baby Razzi. <laughs> but you know, you're like, hey Justin, where's my uh, where's my ex- where's my exclusive pictures of Lin- Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton going to jail on tears? Where's 
No, 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 no. I got one better. I got. I photographed the elusive Paul Hogan and Linda Kozlowski at Hardee's. <laughs> Between shifts. I mean, you know, like say, like if you could, if you could, it'd be like you're that you're the lowest paid paparazzi capturing, like, ooh, look, Cuba Gooding Jr. with his 14 year old son. Yeah, at a Mets game or something. Or like, what if you're like a laziest paparazzi? Why can't I sell my pictures? You keep sending pictures of, of, of gravestones. <laughs> I got, I got a, I got a juicy one of uh, Imelda Marcos. <laughs> this is my, this is my work. This is my blood pouring into this. This is, this is Linda Hamilton on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> now I know you're lying. I know you're asking yourself, <laughs> is this <laughs> is this Pam Dauber? paparazzi whoever lived returns to his apartment (laughs) and his next door neighbors are Paul Hogan (laughs) (laughs) man (laughs) quit sending me candid photos of Clint Howard (laughs) I mean I would love that that would be great to have a magazine like that though I'd love to see candid photos of Clint Howard on the beach. He's really let himself go. <laughs> really packed on the pounds. Look at his physique. Has Clint Howard gained weight? You know, like one of those things, you know? Exclusive. You know. Linda Lavin 20 years later. <laughs> I think she's busy. <laughs> did she die? Yeah, I think she's way out of town. I don't think she did. Linda Lavin? I think she's way gone. No, she's. I think she's still around. I think she died premature. <laughs> at birth. No way. I think she's around. There's a new girl in You're town. right. She lives. And well, wait, wait. Maybe not. Still around. See how it changed it? She might still be alive. Yeah. You're thinking of Mel. No, I know. Yeah, Mel didn't make it. Well, Vic Tayback. Yeah. That, that, now, that is the coolest name anybody's ever had. That's a great name. Vic Tabak. I heard he was, like, gay. I heard he was gay. Yeah. Because of that saying, Tabak's a bitch. (laughs) That's where it comes from. (laughs) 